listening to Faith and Family. I'm Sarah Golseth. We all enjoy having a bed to sleep on or a couch to relax on or a table where we eat our meals. But if you're an international student who is here for classes, you may not have brought that those things with you when you traveled here. So we get to learn today about how you can help these international students uh, have these things while they're here in St. Louis. Joining me in studio today is Sharon Reardon, Director of International Student Ministry here in St. Louis. Welcome to Faith and Family, Sharon. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for thanks for uh, making the drive over here. And I know you've been on, uh, we were talking about this, you were, uh, you've been on in the morning, you've been on um, Pastor, Pastor Baker's Long Gospel, but you haven't been on Faith and Family yet. No, I haven't. So, no experience. Yeah. So this is, this is fun and we get to we get to dive into international student ministry and and uh, all of the awesome programs that you're able to provide for these students. Yeah, happy to talk about them. Oh, that's awesome. So, tell me about international student ministry. Um, maybe when it started, what what kind of caused caused this group to organize and, and how you got involved. Yeah, it started um, a little over 20 years ago. Um, Two Pastor Langs, one with the L-A-N-G-E and one without, and they're both in heaven with Jesus now. But um, they started down at St. Louis University. They saw that there were many international students and thought that was a great opportunity. And I believe that Messiah Lutheran at the time kind of sponsored them, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's where it all began. Mm Mm-hmm. And were they, they were just at St. Louis University then at the time? I believe they just started at St. Louis University and they've um, branched out. We've branched out since that time. Yeah. So. Where where are you located now? We're located, we're at Washington University. We're at St. Louis University. Um, we are also just got involved and so excited about this with some things at Maryville. Oh, wow. Because we had um, a desire to really involve our West County churches. Sure. Uh, because it's kind of a long way to drive into Washington University for them. Mm-hmm. So now we have a way that our uh, West County area Lutherans can also serve ISM and serve international students. That's fantastic. So, and and you just uh, you just added Maryville. The, was this that this this past school year? Yes, it's very recent. And what we have is once a month we have Friday lunches mm-hmm. that we have with the students, and we're inviting them to all of our events that I can uh, talk about later. Mm-hmm. So sure, just kind of they're doing what we do with our Washington University students, except out at Maryville, and also um, there are a lot of students from Nepal there, and most of the students at WashU have been from China, Mm -hmm. so it's just really exciting to have different areas and get to know different parts of the world. The world is kind of brought to us um, at every event, so it's really wonderful. Sure, it's a a new culture to to learn about. Absolutely. That's, mm-hmm. that's great. How much do these students um, teach you about, about their culture? I, my husband and I, my husband's a pastor and got a call um, to St. Louis and we love our church and it's wonderful, but this added benefit of being involved with international students is just mm-hmm. incredible. And uh, they have great questions for us about mm-hmm. the United States are very open. And then we learn so much about their home country. Mm-hmm. And we also get to know their family that lives back in China. They'll tell us about their mom and their mm-hmm. grandparents. Um, it's a beautiful exchange. Every time we have international students over to dinner and they leave, we are just we're just kind of on cloud nine because we had such a great time. <laughs> so how many of these students um, are Christian? 
Well, the most of the students that we deal with at ISM are not. Mm-hmm. Um, 8,000 international students come to St. Louis every year and they bring 3,000 family members with them. Wow. Um, there's a huge influx of Chinese students in the United States. I think the last stat I saw said there were 350,000. Wow. Uh, so they have they come to the United States and literally most of them have never even heard the name Jesus. Wow. And the Christian religion, they want to know all things Western. Mm-hmm. And to them, Christianity is Western. Mm -hmm. So they're very, we have a board member who calls it um, witnessing 101 because (laughs) they ask us the questions um, and want to know what what does Easter mean and what do do Christians believe about Easter? Why do you celebrate it? it? It's it's just such a privilege to share our faith with them Mm -hmm. and um, to have someone who's so curious and wants to know there's not that, you know, what we have in the United States where there you never talk religion or politics. Sure. They want to delve right into what we believe because they're curious. They're here. They want to know. That's so interesting. So it's not, it's not a oh the, well this is a Christian organization. So we're we're going to teach you about this Christianity. They actually are coming to you with these questions. Yes, absolutely. What um, ISM does, what International Student Ministry does, is we share ourselves. Mm-hmm. And in sharing ourselves, we share our faith. And for example, we have a friend who is a friendship family. Their family uh, kind of adopts a student and has them over maybe once a month or a couple times a semester. And they always pray before they eat. Mm-hmm. And um, so eventually the student they had said, why do you pray and who are you praying to and what benefit do you receive? And it just opened just totally opened up the conversation. So just in living their lives, just in sharing Mm -hmm. themselves, they're also sharing their faith. It's not really our model to hit students over the head (laughs) (laughs) Um, with telling them what we believe, because honestly, we know they'll always ask. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. Now, uh, you talked about, about friendship families, and that's that's one. Of, is that one of the the bigger things that that you do with these students? Mm-hmm. And it's really effective. It's really an effective way for a student to get to know Americans. Um, I had mentioned how many come here every year. Eighty five percent will never enter an American home. Wow! And we just see that as such a missed opportunity. Sure. Uh, to talk to these students and and to share our lives with them, our friendship family program. Um, allows students to become very close uh, to families. It's so so great. We had one gentleman, and he's, he's actually a doctor. Um, he got his MD in Moscow. Oh, wow. And then now he, he's originally from Africa. He became a, an MD in Moscow, and now he's in the United States to continue his studies. Wow. But he actually walked up to me. I gave a presentation, and he said, this is what I'm missing from my American experience. Huh. I'm missing an American family. So we matched him up with the family and it was such a perfect match. And they took him, invited him to one of their uh, daughter's recitals. Mm-hmm. And he had no idea that uh, she would be playing. And when she came out to play, he w- a tear rolled out of his eye. Because <laughs> he said, I didn't know my sister was this talented. <laughs> so he, he called her his sister and um, just... Yeah, just a really rich relationship for both sides. Sure. Both sides are equally blessed. In this case, this gentleman, being from Africa, was a Christian, Mm -hmm. um, not a Lutheran Christian. So it's been really good for the family and for him to kind of share uh, Lutheran nuances with with him. Mm -hmm. And um, that's been very interesting. Yeah. 
that's a beautiful story. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, so these friendship families, um, what what do they what do they do? It's just an interaction with with the students. It is so. Um, a student will sign up for for an American friendship family, mm-hmm. and then we have people who have said they would love to have a student. So they fill out a questionnaire, and we kind of you know match things. Like if there's a student that's, that's terribly afraid of dogs, and this family has a <laughs> Saint Bernard, you know, we won't we probably won't match them up, but. Um, yeah. There's never been a time since I've been doing this that the families haven't been thrilled and the students haven't been thrilled with who they're matched with. It's not a big commitment either because they'll have them over two or three times a semester Mm -hmm. or maybe once a month for dinner and just talk. Or maybe they'll want to show them, you know, Old Town St. Charles during the Christmas holidays or or something, something like that. And... A lot of times it's the American, the students are so busy studying. It's the Americans that reach out and say, hey, let's get together. Do you have some time? Yeah. So, and and of course the students are always happy to come. So yeah. we, um, my husband and I had some fr- have some friendship family students and we were coming home from an event one time and we drove by a cemetery and they said, what's that? We're like, oh, it's a cemetery. That's, that's how in America we bury our dead. And like, and they were asking all about that, how we do that and why we do that. And then and then my husband expertly took that into as Christians, we believe, and, and went with that. And it was just, again, a really natural circumstance. We all went out to dinner and just happened to be driving by a cemetery. Yeah. It led to discussion about Christ. So Yeah. And those those cultural differences are things that you don't you don't even think about. That's right. And it, it surprises us sometimes when yeah. things come up because you don't you don't think about about uh, how, you know, their burial traditions. Yeah. We didn't even consider that before. Yeah. Wow. So you you mentioned earlier 8,000 students um, and 3,000 family members come right. with those students. So, That's, yeah. So many of the um, students are married and so mm-hmm. they'll bring their wife and maybe they have some children. Um, I know a couple of instances where the mom traveled with them and, you know, stayed a semester or so until the student got all set up and mm-hmm. ready. So we have that opportunity not only to talk to meet the students, but to meet their whole family. Mm-hmm. Recently, um, a student we had known and just loved for three years was graduating from the architectural school at Washington University. Mm-hmm. And his mom and dad were coming all the way from China oh, to wow. attend his graduation. Mm-hmm. And we we didn't, my husband and I didn't want them to come to this country and never come to an American home for dinner. Mm-hmm. So we invited them over to dinner and... Um, their English, of course, wasn't as good as their sons who had been living here. And I don't know, but it was the most enjoyable evening. And we all <laughs> laughed all night long. And, and after they left, I'm like, how did we spend so much time laughing when we don't speak the same language? But I think their son interpreted just enough for us. And mm-hmm. um, it was joyous. We had such a great time. That's that's awesome. And what kind of uh, services do you have for these families um, that that maybe the husband brings his wife and his child? Uh, how, how are you able to serve them? Oh, thanks for asking. We have this great group called Mom and Baby Playtime. And many times the husbands will come and they'll be studying and the wives don't have as um, much of a command of the English language as their spouse that's going to school. Mm-hmm. And they'll also have children at home, so they become isolated. Mm -hmm. So we have this group. They meet once a week at at Mount Calvary um, in Brentwood, Um, and it's 
It's just adorable. We have um, anywhere from 15 to 20 moms that can come, and they usually have one or two children, so that's a lot of children. <laughs> and yeah. Mount Calvary graciously lets us use their um, their preschool equipment and everything during that time. Mm-hmm. And what's so beautiful about that is it's at a church. So when the children come, they always have a little Bible study mm-hmm. and it's very simple English language, but that's so beautiful because their moms are learning English too. Mm-hmm. So their moms can understand and, um, and they teach them, uh, you know, beautiful Sunday school songs <laughs> and uh, it's just kind of too adorable. <laughs> words. Everybody that visits us is going off the entire time because they're just just cute. And the moms are very enthusiastic about coming really happy to have this different kind of venue once a week and to get out of the house. So how significant is it for those families to have this kind of, uh, this kind of outlet and, and do they, are they able to connect with each other then as well? They do. So the moms, um, you know, it's kind of a twofold purpose. They're Mm -hmm. meeting other moms who have little children, which is good for all of our moms, even mm-hmm. American moms. And um, and then they're also meeting, I have seen this, the moms that come ask questions of our group leaders, like what kind of doctor, they just have all. Yeah. So that's helpful too, to have an American there to answer questions. Mm-hmm. And then of course, um, every family gets a beginner's Bible mm-hmm. And um, especially around, and then around holidays, around Christmas and Easter, you know, everything that uh, points to the story of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not only a, it's not only just a time to come play. It's also connecting people with each other and and connecting people with the church, which is incredibly important. Yeah. Um, We had a mom come and she wasn't even Christian. And throughout the course of the year, um, she became a believer and she and her three little girls are so cute. um, were all baptized. Oh, wow. So yeah, glorious day. Yes. Thanks be to God. Yeah. Are there, are there other stories of baptisms that happen? Sure. Thanks for asking. We, um, it's really interesting. We have a group, one of our other groups that meets is a, um, English conversation group Ah. and they actually meet on Washu's campus. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's not overtly, uh, Christian, Mm -hmm. but the students are always allowed to ask questions and, and, uh, a gentleman, um, Pastor Ron Chudy is a pastor who leads one of the groups, he and his wife. And there was a gentleman who was a visiting scholar. So he was already um, a PhD, uh, just a wonderful man from China, but very quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was going back to China. They knew in a couple of weeks. And so they had a little goodbye for him. And then he called Pastor Chudy and asked him if he could be baptized. Oh, wow. And Pastor Shudi had spoken with him on occasion about what Christians believe in mm-hmm. baptism, um, but he didn't know that the gentleman had also been attending another Bible study. Oh. So he not only asked Pastor to um, baptize him, but also his, I believe it was his mom and his son. Wow. And so there are three more souls being baptized. Of course, Pastor Shudi uh, instructed them and talked to them ahead of time just to sure. make sure that they had the right idea. And he was so moved that this quiet man had really been taking in um, things that he had been saying yeah. and, and wanted to be baptized before they returned to China. Yeah. So that is, it's so incredible to hear those stories about, about these families that have never heard of 
of Jesus before they come to the States and then they're able to make that connection with the uh, church and have the desire to be baptized. Absolutely. And and we always say it's like a reverse mission trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that they come to us, the nations come to St. Louis. And sometimes we have a long time, as long as three years to develop that relationship mm-hmm. and to answer those questions and um, to, to build their knowledge base. And should they become Christian, when they return to China, they'll be really effective, even probably more effective than any missionary we could send because they're so respected um, because they already have such a wonderful education. They're people of influence and they'll go home and they'll talk to their family and to their friends and to their coworkers mm-hmm. um, about their beliefs. So uh, yeah, so we get to have them come to us. We get to tell them about Jesus. And then it's kind of local missions, but at the same time, it's definitely global Yeah, because um, they're going to go home sure. and, and tell others. Sure. So. Oh man, we could talk about this all day, but at some point <laughs> we got to talk about why we're here. So, so, uh, this is the beginning of the 2017, 2018 school year. I'm not on that whole school year, <laughs> school year calendar anymore. It's been a while. Um, but, but the school year is starting and I think a lot of people went back to school today, which is oh, oh, so early to me. I know. <laughs> so, um, you had a really successful year last year with ISM. We did. We um, we had so many uh, student contacts, I think over 4,000. Wow. So I I grew up in, in a wonderful Lutheran bubble, you know, went to Lutheran grade school, Lutheran sure. high school, and then I'm now married to a Lutheran pastor. And mm-hmm. so I'm always surrounded by Christians. So um, I, I prayed that God would bring someone into my life who isn't Christian so that I could have that opportunity to share my faith. And so he brought like 4,000 <laughs> and I'm so thankful uh, that we have that. So last year we had about 4,200 touches me and that means real conversations with students. Now all those conversations weren't about Christ, mm-hmm. but they were building that relationship. We're all about building relationships with the students sure. and then, and then sharing our faith because honestly they do know they do notice that there's something different about the Christians are involved with. Um, we had 137 people who were volunteers for us last year. Oh, wow. So they volunteered at probably more than one event because most of our uh, most of our volunteers fall in love with <laughs> with the students and they want to come back. Sure. Um, we had over 325 students at the furniture giveaway, which is our first exposure to the yeah. students. And we're going to talk about that. Okay, yeah. good. And then every Tuesday, we have a lunch at WashU. It's called Free Lunch on Tuesdays. It's for international students, and over 100 people come. Wow. So and we have Americans interacting with them at the tables. And yeah. again, just building, sure. building that relationship. So. Sure. So this furniture drive... Yes, this is this coming Saturday? Is that correct? It is. Do you see the bags under my <laughs> eyes? I've been answering phone calls and staying up late worrying, but sure. it's always wonderful. Sure. And you mentioned volunteers, and that's you're you're still looking for some volunteers. For yes, that? we have our trucks are all filled with furniture, and I thank you to the Lutheran community. I always laugh and say it's really a Lutheran furniture drive <laughs> because we just put uh, announcements and bulletins, uh-huh. and people call and come through and. 
we're talking about that at a meeting with another group that um, their churches don't respond as well. <laughs> and I think it might be because we're German Lutheran and we hold on to things <laughs> longer. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we have uh, five trucks going around the city of St. Louis and county and picking up furniture. Then the students arrive and they get to... On the big pieces of furniture, there's a bag and they get to put in tickets. Mm -hmm. So hopefully their name is drawn. But everyone goes home with really great stuff. Nobody goes home empty handed. We have sets, many sets of dishes. So students can receive, you know, a place sitting for dishes. We have rice cookers, pots, pans, Mm -hmm. silverware anything and they can pretty much have as much of that as they want Wow! Um, because there's always some le- sheets, towels, uh, everything like that. It's the most amazing event. If you attend, it's like being in a third world bazaar. <laughs> there's a whole parking garage filled with beds and every kind of thing for houses. In addition to that, everybody's speaking different languages and, and, um, it's just, it's just amazing. Yeah. I really yeah. love it. How significant is it for these students to receive these things? Cause many of them probably come over here with, with, with none of this. Yeah. So graduate students especially can't live on campus. So they're not in a furnished apartment. Mm-hmm. So they come and they're concerned with getting to know school and registering and mm-hmm. getting books and doing what they have to do. And kind of their creature comforts are the last thing they consider. Sure. So my husband, um, the first year they were delivering a bed um, to a girl's apartment. And when they got there, he said, oh, what are you going to do with your old bed? And she said, oh, I don't have one. And so she had been living in St. Louis for three weeks without a bed. Oh my goodness. And it's not necessarily a funding problem as much as imagine being from another country and you don't even know how they buy furniture, where you buy furniture. And if they do, how are they going to bring it home? They don't have cars. Right. Um, So it's... uh, this is their first taste of American Christian generosity and they're overwhelmed yeah. and they all, they always ask, I can guarantee you, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And then, um, the, the answer that I usually give is that, you know, I'm a Christian and we want to be kind and gracious to those that are visiting our, our land. That's what Jesus tells us. Sure. And then I say, and when you're here, you'll be hearing a lot more, I'm sure. Mm-hmm about um, what Christians believe. Sure. And so it just kind of piqued their curiosity a little bit and then um, invite them to our other events. And at every event we have, um, we do we do witness to mm-hmm. Jesus. So mm-hmm. that's just, I mean, that that's, that's an overwhelming thought to me, having having to move to an international or another country and, and just, I mean, you don't, you don't know no, anything. You don't. If, especially if you don't speak the language very well. Yeah. Too. Last year we had um, a couple that helps a girl from St. Louis University deliver some furniture to her apartment. And they realized on the way home that she had no idea how to get groceries. Oh. So, so it's more important to us that they build that relationship than they deliver, than they deliver furniture. So they did that. And then they took her out to a grocery store and showed mm-hmm. her how to, how to grocery shop. And they have become such dear friends. <laughs> and so much so that last Christmas, um, this family went to visit their daughter who's married and they asked her to come along and she went with them and just, she's just really a member of the family. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I had an experience uh, just on just on a on a vacation overseas, and we had to buy food, and and 
you don't know where the grocery, you don't know what the grocery store yeah. is called to even look it up. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and all of the all of the labels are in are in another language, and and I mean you don't you don't know what you're buying. You right, the food you looks different. You may not know different. how much it costs because your money is different, and it's mm-hmm. just <laughs> it's such an overwhelming experience just just to survive. It is. I think the students that come here are brave. They I don't, are. I don't know that I could have done it, and I don't know that I would have wanted my my kids to do it either. But they're amazing, and and St. Louis is really seeing they're right in the middle of the country and not on the coast and don't get many international visitors. Mm-hmm. Um, these students are a real treasure. Yeah. They really are. Absolutely. So how can people uh, volunteer, find out more information, contact you? Yeah, so this Saturday is our first big welcome event at, you know, at the Furniture Giveaway, giveaway is at Washington University in one of their um, parking garages. Mm-hmm. And so we have a whole floor of the parking garage and we could use people to come and help set up in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then especially if you have a pickup truck, we could use you to help deliver in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So if I could just give you my phone number. Sure. And I'll gladly take that call. It's 314 452 6406. And mm-hmm. I'll answer. <laughs> or we do have a website, um, or I'll give you the email address actually. It's ismstlouis, L O U I S, at gmail.com. And I'll make sure those are on our archive of this Thank audio you. so we can share that around and make sure people uh, come out and help you on Saturday. So Thank you. Sharon, it's been a it's been a wonderful pleasure Sarah, having you it's in great studio. to meet you. Yeah. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Listen to Faith and Family Monday through Friday at this time. Faith and Family is a listener supported program. Your financial support is needed for Faith and Family to continue. Our address is 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can contact us on the web and download Faith and Family at KFUO.org. Worldwide KFUO, on the air, online, and on demand.